Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. What the heck is up with these $45 Stanley Cups that a year ago nobody really knew existed, much less cared about? And now all of a sudden, you can't get them or you're paying heavy prices for them. Well... Being the marketing nerd that I am, I decided to dissect what actually happened, and then I created a list of five business principles that if you take these lessons and you apply them to your business, you're gonna experience greater growth this year. So Stanley was founded in 1913. And then now all of a sudden, everybody is is thirsty for these cups, Uh, $45 cups. That is, in fact, on TikTok, hashtag Stanley Cup racked up more than 7 billion views in no time flat to the point where people are shown decorating them, naming them, even camping out for them outside of stores and outside of Starbucks in preparation for the holidays to buy them as gifts. I mean, I actually, I don't have one of these Stanley Cups myself, so I asked our team to, of course, bring them in, and of course, they did have them. But you even see here, we have this little, uh, this little straw whatever you call this little straw hat, we'll call it a straw hat. And then we have the sticker here that says, I heart my emotional support water bottle. There's a lot of emotional psychological things that are happening here. In fact, Stanley got really smart and they even released limited edition versions that were available until they were all gone. I even watched this interview with these two young girls They had to be 10 or 11 years old. And I watched this interview where the host asked these two girls why they liked their cups so much. And the first girl said, because all of my friends at school have them. And the second one agreed with her, Um, except she also drank a little bit more water now. So if you look at this, there's something that's happening. And that thing that's happening is bandwagon. Maybe you've heard of this, Uh maybe you haven't. It's when everybody jumps on the bandwagon. And it could be very, very powerful thing if you know how to harness it, which of course Stanley did. But now, that we've kind of gone into the holiday season, we started getting into that, people began buying these all up. These can actually be hard to get, especially the limited edition versions. People even began flipping these for two, $300 for a cup. Now, Stanley is nothing new. They've been around for more than a century, uh, but originally the cups were geared for construction workers and they were really known for their, their durability and keeping things warm or Cool. And I would know because my dad had these growing up. I remember he had this thermos and he still has it to this day. 30 years later, he has the good old Stanley thermos that he has carried with him through all of the jobs, all of the projects, all of the stuff that he has done. And I'm sure if I went to his house and looked at his cupboard, he probably still has it now. But then a few years ago, in 2017, other people began to learn about Stanley after a mommy blog posted this, this buy, it's called the buy guide. And she posted this, uh, this blog post about Stanley and how great they were and the versatility of them. And Stanley's marketing and product dev team was really wise. 
and they decided to think, hey, maybe we've been going after this particular market for so long and we should consider new potential market segments by introducing things like pastel colors. Once they did, sales completely blew up. So to just kind of give the rundown here, 2017, blog happened. They rethought some things, they reintroduced some new products. In 2019, their revenue was 73 million, and in 2023, their revenue cap is 750 million, which is about a 10X growth. That's huge. But a lot of the growth in the popularity actually came mid-November last year when this lady posted a video showing her Stanley Cup just like this, that it survived a car catching on fire and it still had ice in it, which is which is pretty impressive actually, speaking to the durability and the quality that Stanley has built over a hundred years. But people are just now realizing it after a young person got a hold of it and posted it on TikTok. Well, the video racked up over 90 million views and the company president was really smart. And he offered to gift her a brand new car. And what happened was this enormous momentum. It skyrocketed their growth the second half of Q4. And so whenever something like that happens, and, and I'm kind of the marketer nerd that I am, I always have to look at it and say, how can I analyze this and apply this to my business and our clients' businesses? So after doing this for 10 years, being in the marketing world, I decided, hey, I'm going to give my perspective on what happened and what you could actually take away to impact your business. So there are five takeaways that I have from this. The first takeaway is super simple. Listen to your customers and your market. Like when customers are commenting on your social media or your ads, or they're emailing you support tickets or writing blogs about certain things, listen to them. This can open up a door for new product ideas and even market segments to really lean into. The second thing is to leverage scarcity or urgency. So as things began to take off, Stanley decided to release limited editions that were only available for so long or until they were gone. So when we work with clients, we recommend running a promotion every four to six weeks because this creates that urgency throughout the year and it creates cash injection in the business. But if you stack scarcity on top of the urgency, then, then you open the doors for more marketing effectiveness because now they only have so long to take advantage of it or until it's gone. And when you have two of those working together, those are very powerful marketing levers that you can pull. Now, the third lesson is that momentum breeds momentum. So Newton's first law, if you're not familiar, I'll take you back to science class, uh, is that an object at rest remains at rest or an object in motion, everyone say it with me, remains in motion unless acted on by an external source or something like that. Have you ever had this slow season in your business that just seems to last forever where it's like, oh, it doesn't matter what I do, I just can't get this train moving like it's just stuck on the tracks or or maybe you've had this busy season that just keeps going and it feels like every move you make just keeps this momentum. Well, I would say that Newton's law applies to business. When you get momentum in your business, you can usually do one of two things. You can just let it happen and fade out or you can harness that momentum to breed more momentum. So when this viral video happened right before the holidays in November, the CEO harnessed the momentum with a response that just blew people away, humanized the brand, and then skyrocketed their Q4 sales, which is why you can now not find a lot of these things in stores or they're just hard to get. Let me give you an example. So we work really heavily with e-commerce 
businesses. And the momentum usually gets just really big in October and December of every year because people are buying Christmas gifts online and that's usually the gifting season. But after we hit Q4, usually there's this dip in January, February, March. There's this huge drop in sales for most businesses. And so what they do is they retract their, their ad spend. They, they, they end doing sales and they pull back on their marketing efforts. Well, in those moments, we just had this massive momentum and then most people just stop the momentum. So when we work with our clients, I strongly encourage them to expand in Q1. So while most other businesses are just wallowing in self-pity of being the slow season, it's also 50 to 70% cheaper to advertise on most platforms. And while you're sitting in a heavy cash position, you can keep that momentum by wisely investing in activities that set new baseline revenue for January. Remember, momentum breeds momentum. And so the goal is to maintain that. Now, the fourth lesson is to consider new customer avatars. You know, Stanley was primarily made with the working class man in mind, but moving into moms and millennial and Gen Z and Gen Alpha, yes, that's an actual generation you probably didn't even know existed from 2010 and on, well, it opened up their market substantially by widening that. Now, another example that I love to think of this is Taylor Swift. Shout out to all of my Swifties out there. If you know Taylor Swift's first album, her first track is Tim McGraw. And if you fast forward in her progression as an artist to anti-hero, well, very substantial different sound. And so her consistent reinvention has made her one of the most popular artists of all time, even more popular than Tim McGraw, which was her on her first album. And so ask yourself this, what customer segments can I expand into or shift my messaging so that I can widen my pool of customers while still being known for what I sell. You might actually be surprised with the opportunity that you're sitting on that is completely untapped because your blinders have been on and you have decided not to even consider anything else. And the final takeaway is that things happen gradually and then suddenly. So live in the gradually. What this means is that Stanley has been grinding for over 100 years with steady growth. Then suddenly they 10X their revenue to just under a billion dollars. Maybe in your business, you're so focused on things suddenly happening, you're wanting things to suddenly happen that you're forgetting that every day that you take that action or do that thing or run that ad or do that activity or get that rep in, you're doing the gradual things that will lead to your sudden growth. A good friend of mine, Alex Neist, he owns Hostage Tape. And he told me that before Hostage Tape, he had a software company for 16 years that never broke a million in sales. But along the way, he gained loads of skills, wisdom, and knowledge that, that he took to start Hostage Tape after selling his previous company. Then in the first nine months of Hostage Tape, they went from zero to seven figures per month in revenue. He said it was an overnight 16-year hypergrowth success. <laughs> Remember, things happen gradually and then suddenly, so focus on the gradually. Now, altogether, I admire Stanley for being willing to adapt their marketing, their products, their target audience to potentially experience this enormous growth for, for taking that swing, for taking that bet, which they did and it paid off. Now, there's a quote by a guy named Jack 
Welch. He was one of the former CEOs of General Electric. And I love this quote. He says, change before you have to. In other words, prepare for change before it becomes a necessity. Like this means constantly scanning the environment in the business world for trends and disruptions and innovations that might actually impact your business in, in a good or even in a negative way. In being ahead of the curve, it allows you to adapt your strategies and, and your operations to be proactive instead of reactive to what's actually happening. But to be honest, I just feel bad for the real Stanley Cup. Because for pro hockey players out there, uh, the Stanley Cup is the be all end all. And winning the cup is like the highest possible accomplishment. It's just this proof of hard work and teamwork coupled with enormous fortune. It's the achievement of a lifetime that only a select few people actually get to experience. But now, it just means you spent $45 to buy a trendy tumbler. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.